0: Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital, legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a really great topic to share with you today. The question I want to pose is whether or not justice will be done for the perpetrators of Spygate. Let's think about what has happened in the last few years. Despite the efforts of the Democrat Party, the establishment media, and the deep state to keep the Russia, Russia, Russia collusion hoax alive and weaponized against President Trump for the 2020 election, the Russian collusion narrative has been thoroughly debunked. And I truly believe that those who were responsible for sabotaging the 2016 election and for trying to sabotage the presidency of Donald Trump will be brought to justice. Let's look back at the facts. We remember that the Spygate episode ended up resulting in the Mueller investigation. Now the Mueller investigation went on for a couple of years. It involved at least 40 FBI agents. We had scores of lawyers. We had millions and millions of American taxpayer dollars spent to show no result. Other than that, no single crime was committed by anyone in the campaign related to the campaign. And this is a really important point because I think if you took a fine-tooth comb, which certainly is at least as extensive as 40 FBI agents, scores of lawyers, millions and millions of dollars spent, into anyone's life, certainly into any political campaign, you would probably find a lot of wrongdoing, either intentional or not intentional. But that was not the case with Donald Trump, and the effort to try and prevent him from being elected in the first place, which was the key part of Spygate, to the continuing investigation of him and trying to sabotage his presidency after he was inaugurated, yielded this Mueller investigation. And I think that Devin Nunes put it really well when he said, what the heck did they do for two years? Meaning Mueller and his team. They set up an obstruction of justice trap. And yet, even in trying to set up that trap, they were unable to bring down President Trump. Certainly they harmed him. Uh, Having to fight off all of these attacks on him definitely inhibited some of what he was able to do. But I think it's important that To remember, this story is not going out of the news and it's not going to be avoided going into the 2020 presidential election. Just this week, we saw reports that the Senate Intelligence Committee supposedly confirmed that Russia aimed to help Trump in 2016. I'm going to link down below to this report in Politico. From the article, we have a quote from Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat of the Commonwealth of Virginia. He's the committee's vice chairman, and he praised the intelligence agency's unbiased and professional work and warned that there was no reason to doubt that the Russian success in 2016 is leading them to try again in 2020. And that is the very important point I want to share with you we can't let bygones be bygones. We can't say that's in the past, President Trump was elected, President Trump has been very effective, so we're not gonna worry about what happened in the past. No, this is an ongoing effort, as I said, by the Democrat Party, by the establishment media, by the deep state to try and take out a very effective American president who stands up for the forgotten man and the forgotten woman in America. I have three points about this that I want to share with you today. First, as Attorney General Bill Barr has said, the FBI actions in relation to Spygate were a travesty. Travesty is his word. I just want to share with you that the deep state effort to prevent Donald Trump's election or to get him kicked out of office continues to unravel. Now, as of now, there's no resolution to the actions of the top leaders at the FBI. There's no resolution to the Hillary campaign's seeming collusion with Russia during the 2016 election, and I'm going to link down below to a really excellent article in the Wall Street Journal by one of my favorite authors, Holman Jenkins, and this article outlines the key things that happened during Spygate. Holman Jenkins lays out for it the actions of the FBI in regard to Spygate. Number one, the FBI left out required information while spying on Carter Page. Number two, there was apparently false and possibly manufactured Russian intelligence that FBI Director James Comey used to intervene in the Hillary Clinton email case, as we all remember his intervention. Uh, Number three, the FBI omitted that Christopher Steele, the author of the Dirty Dossier, was hired to circulate his accusations by the Hillary Rodham Clinton campaign. Number four, the FBI omitted that Mr. Steele's primary source had, quote, disavowed to the FBI many of the claims Mr. Steele anonymously attributed to him. And number five, most importantly, I think, is that the FBI falsified evidence to conceal that Carter Page was a U.S. intelligent informant. He, they forged a CIA email to say that Mr. Page wasn't an informant when indeed he was. So. In my mind, that is a clear indication, if they can find the evidence to prove this, that this wasn't a mistake or an inadvertent error. It was something that was deliberately done. They falsified an email. And I think that's such a critical point in looking back to what happened during Spygate. And Holman Jenkins in this article talks about how many wrong actions happen at the top of the FBI leadership, these errors and missteps, and Attorney General Barr puts it so well. He said there were gross abuses and inexplicable behavior that is intolerable in the FBI we give the fbi an extraordinary amount of power over citizens lives we give them an extraordinary extraordinary amount of power in their surveillance abilities and in law enforcement so if we have evidence that that the f that the actions of the fbi were abusive Particularly grossly abusive, then that calls into into question our entire system of law enforcement, and so this has to be rooted out uh, it 's really important too i 'm going to link to this other article in The Wall Street Journal that Attorney General Barr said it was an outrage that the fbi 's case collapsed after the election. And they never told the FISA court, and they kept on getting these renewals. So you can see that there are many missteps that happened in the FBI. Probably some of them were deliberately done, and this calls into question the entire apparatus of the top echelon of the FBI. There's a Powerline article, which I'm going to link down below, and there's a great quote in this Powerline article from Attorney General Barr. He says, my own view is that the evidence shows that we're not dealing with just mistakes or sloppiness. There's something far more troubling here, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. And if people broke the law and we can establish that with the evidence, they will be prosecuted. I think the president has every right to be frustrated because I think what happened to him was one of the greatest travesties in American history. Without any basis, they started the investigation of his campaign, and even more concerning, actually, is what happened after the campaign, a whole pattern of events while he was president, essentially to sabotage the presidency, or at least to have the effect of sabotaging the presidency. So you can see how serious this matter is. The second point I'd like to share with you today is emphasizing the media's role as an advocate for the Hillary campaign, for the Democrat Party, and for the leadership of the FBI. And this wasn't just in the past. This is continuing on. The establishment media continues to to advocate on behalf of Hillary, the Democrat Party, and the top leadership of the FBI, even those, most importantly, those who have left. Uh, so, if we look back at this article by Holman Jenkins, he says, and I quote Many episodes arising from the Clinton email and Trump Russia morass featured either the FBI, U.S. intelligence leakers, the press, or major party figures colluding, in one sense of the word, wittingly or semi wittingly with Russian intelligence. It is that projection that we keep talking about on this show, that the Democrats project the worst of what they do onto their enemies, who are the Republicans. And we see that in Holman Jenkins' article. And he makes the point, which I've discussed in previous episodes of this show... Quote, apparently many reporters have taken to heart the admonitions we've heard since 2016 that the press must abandon objectivity because Trump is a proto-dictator. And Holman Jenkins also makes a point that I made in my Media Bias episode a week ago that the establishment media like CNN, MSNBC, They are trying to give their audience what they think their audience wants. And they are prioritizing, according to Holman Jenkins, conformity over curiosity. And we talked about how it's basically journalistic malpractice not to be curious, not to follow up on these stories, to have uh, one way of looking at things and to fit everything into that narrative. I could give you a lot of examples of this, but I'm going to not waste your time on that and just refer to one in MSNBC, and the title of this piece is Why It Matters That Attorney General Barr Is Still Wrong About the Russia Probe. And in this article, the author brushes off the FBI actions as mere application mistakes. So you can see that narrative there, you can see that narrative push through through all the different establishment media channels. And I think that's the most important one that we're going to hear from the establishment media. Yes, there were mistakes, but they were just inadvertent mistakes or application mistakes. It wasn't some coordinated attempt to sabotage the election or to sabotage the presidency of Donald Trump. Contrast that with what Attorney General Barr said, quote, I think our nation was turned on its head for three years based on a completely bogus narrative that was largely fanned and hyped by a completely irresponsible press. I could not agree with him more. So I have a poll question for you right now. Do you think that the press was irresponsible in its coverage of the Russia investigation? Please vote below now I'm going to share my third point with you. Attorney General Bill Barr and John Durham are on it. Do not despair. Bill Barr is an absolute pro. He is an excellent lawyer. He has a sterling reputation. Until, of course, he started to join the Trump administration and didn't play along with what the Democrat Party, the establishment media, and the deep state wanted him to do. But it's really fun. I did an interview with Mary Kate Carey a year ago, and we talked about when she worked with Attorney General Barr the first time he was Attorney General. And it's a very interesting story about how fearless he was, even in the face of danger. So I, I think it's interesting to have heard that before he really uh, took on this issue and to see that it's continuing to be played out. So that's why, in part, I have such a strong opinion about why Bill Barr is not going to let this rest and he's not going to be intimidated by those who want him to, to stand down. So back to the Wall Street Journal, it Bill Barr discussed whether or not uh, the inspector general report by Michael Horowitz had enough information in it. And he said that John Durham will have a broader appreciation of all the facts and a determination can be made. And he was talking about how the Inspector General Michael Horowitz, who a lot of people in the Democrat Party and in the establishment media and the deep state, they're hanging their hats on the report by Inspector General Michael Horowitz saying that this wasn't a big uh, effort to sabotage the presidency. Attorney General Barr is saying Michael Horowitz didn't have all the information, but John Durham will have more information. And it's important to know that Attorney General Barr rejected key conclusions of the IG report by Michael Horowitz and pointed instead to the report's more scathing findings of the FBI errors and missteps. So this is from that Wall Street Journal article I was talking about. It quotes, From the article, the FBI might have operated in bad faith in opening the Russia probe and continuing to investigate after the inauguration. I'm also going to link down below to a great piece in The American Thinker called A.G. Barr Offers Big Reveals on Spygate Prosecutions. And this goes into the interview that Bill Barr gave to Laura Ingram on Fox News a couple weeks back. uh, Talking about John Durham. Bill Barr said Durham's primary focus isn't to prepare a report he's looking to bring to justice people who were engaged in abuses if he can show there were criminal violations and that's what the focus is on. It takes time to build the case. He also told Laura Ingram, The evidence shows that we're not dealing with just mistakes or sloppiness. There is something far more troubling here. We're going to get to the bottom of it. And if people broke the law and we can establish that with the evidence, they will be prosecuted. And in this article, it talks about how Barr appears to be confident that he knows what happened and most likely who was behind it. Barr said it was a sprawling case, so you can be sure that there were more than just one or two people involved in this. And Barr, in this interview, said that the crossfire hurricane was initiated, quote, without any basis, end quote. So that's in complete opposition to what the Senate Intelligence Committee is telling us this week. Do you want to go with the Attorney General, or do you want to go with the Senate Intelligence Committee? So, back to this American Thinker piece, the author says, quote, For the purpose of developing a narrative that could derail and sabotage a presidential election, that's why this entire investigation was undertaken. And then, once President Trump won the election, they attempted to frame Michael Flynn and to try and sabotage the presidency through the frame job on Flynn at the very inception of the administration to tar it as colluding with Russia rather than conducting foreign policy. And it talks about how Barr is going to look at the bogus intelligence community assessment, which is what the Senate report came out this week about, and the development about it. John Durham is investigating the development of that very intelligence assessment. So when you think about Bill Barr, the idea of him being an excellent lawyer is uncontested. Even the people who don't agree with him know that he is at the very top of uh, legal professionalism and excellence in the practice of law. And I know for sure, based on what he has been able to withstand in the Washington establishment, that he is fearless. So I see right now what's happening is that Democrats, the deep state, and the establishment media are trying to plow the field to say that Russians will interfere to help Trump again in 2020. The only way to stop more political treachery and sabotage is to reveal this effort for what it is and to punish it. Bill Barr is giving every indication that he knows what happened and he will prosecute it if the evidence shows that it's prosecutable, even if the swamp and the media and the DNC hate him for it. I hold out that hope. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe below, hit the bell, and comment down below for the topics that you would like me to cover next. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Gale Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, galetrotter.com, And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.